Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life, you've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game and you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm thrilled about this episode because I know it's going to help so many people. Today, we are going to get into boundary setting with your parents. Spoiler alert, this applies to other relationships as well, but we're going to go into the specifics of boundaries with your parents. And this is an overdue episode. This is a topic I get asked about all of the time, whether it was in my um, clinical practice or as a coach, people are always saying, how can I maintain 
my healing, my progress, my high self-worth, my assertiveness, this version of me that feels really good. How can I maintain that in the presence of my parents or other family members? So we're going to just dive into it, and I'm super excited. Before we get going, y'all, did you see that The Ultimatum on Netflix, that show, that it is coming out on Valentine's Day? I am blown away because I watched the first season, and I remember thinking to myself, this is too toxic. I mean, I've done a, a past episode on this. Like, this is just too much. This is really unhealthy. I don't think they're ever going to air another season of this. Um, They're doing another season. And it has such a crazy cast. We have Bartiste from Love is Blind. Um, We have Chloe Veach, who I love, who I've had on the podcast. I think she's amazing. Um some other folks, and I'm just like, wow, this is going to be a really interesting show. So stay tuned. I will, of course, be talking about that as it comes out, and let's all watch it together so we can watch it all go down. I'm going to need the emotional support. I do think that it's a really unhealthy setup. As I've said before, I just think that the premise of the show creates so many dynamics that can lead to wounding and damaging of a relationship. So I still am not a fan, but I can't not watch it. I have to watch it. So anyways, I'm excited for that to come out in February. Um, Let's get into this show, to the show today, right? Let me refocus here. We are talking about boundaries, how to set boundaries with parents. And this came from Rebecca. Rebecca sent me a message. She said, hey, Dr. Morgan, is there any way that you could do an episode on boundaries with parents? I've been listening to you for years now. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. And I feel pretty great with my progress in romantic relationships, but I'm still having issues with my mother. She fits the DSM criteria for NPD, aka narcissistic personality disorder. And I realize I still shrink down or feel absolutely insane when I'm trying to assert my boundaries. So first off, I want to just send... Rebecca, and everyone who has found themselves in this place, so much love and compassion and understanding. And I want everyone to know that this is a human experience, that the relationship that we have with our parents, with our caregivers, can be the most challenging one that we have. And that, of course, when we heal, when we make progress, and maybe we have a great romantic relationship, that you're totally human and it's totally normal if you still struggle in your family relationships. So we're going to kind of get into why that is and then what you can do about it. So why does this happen? I want you all to realize that as children, you have to identify and master 
ways of being that maintain the relationship with your caregivers. As a three-year-old or as a six-year-old, you can't say, hey, mom, I really think that we should use assertive communication and let's use I statements to express how we feel. And wouldn't it be great if we could validate one another's emotional experiences? No matter how emotionally intelligent you are, there's no way you are able to assert yourself in that way as a child because you simply have to develop ways of being that align with your caregivers and that allow you to maintain the connection with them because maintaining a connection with a caregiver is survival. I want you to think about this as a little as a child, you have this person, they care for you and you internalize, okay, in order to be clothed and fed, to have a roof over my head and yes, to have emotional connection because that's just as important as breathing and eating. So to have emotional connection too, I have to be a certain way. I have to ask for my needs a certain way or not ask for them. I have to um, be productive or I have to always be positive or I notice that my caregiver really likes it when I'm in a good mood. So let me make sure to never say that I'm upset. Maybe you learned you have to be beautiful, that your caregiver praises people who look a certain way. There's all these things that you learn, even before age seven, about how to maintain connection. And then if you experience abandonment, that will even further develop your beliefs because you'll think that you did something wrong and because you weren't showing up a certain way or doing enough of X, Y, Z, that you were abandoned. So there's so many beliefs that we develop before age seven and it's unconscious. And then what happens is we... Hopefully, hopefully, okay, I'm speaking to, I I think y'all are listeners who have done some work or you have the awareness that, hey, I need to do some healing, right? So I'm speaking to you, those of you who have worked on yourselves, um, you grow up, you do an Empowered Secure Love program um, or something similar, you really work on your own healing And you start to reclaim your own sense of identity and you're able to assert your needs and you can communicate well and you're in tune with your emotions and you can express your emotions and you start to realize, oh, wow, I am my own person. And you you come home to your own identity that is apart from your parents and you disconnect your worthiness from their approval, right? And this is a process. This doesn't happen overnight. And if you're like, I haven't done that yet, well, guess what? I have a program that can help you with that, the Empowered Secure Love Program. So you you do this process, but then let's say you 
feel great in your work, you feel great in your romantic relationships, you're communicating well, you feel at peace, you have high self-worth, you can be assertive, you can set boundaries with your friends, and then you go home for Thanksgiving, we'll say, and you notice when you are around your family, you revert back to an earlier version of you. I want to just acknowledge how normal this is and how rooted in biology it is. Think about the hard wiring that happened that you had to learn how to be in order to survive, right? And when you are back in that environment and you're with that caregiver, Everything in you wants to go back to that early survival way of being. So what can we do instead? Okay, so I talked about why this happens. What can we do instead? One of the things I would want you to do is remind yourself that you are no longer dependent on your parents' approval for survival, This is really deep stuff. And some of you listening are like, yeah, I know that. You might know it logically, but you probably haven't emotionally internalized it. So I want to encourage you, even if you think you know it, to think about this and say, how can I emotionally internalize that I'm no longer dependent on my parents' approval for survival? And one of the best things you can do for yourself is to remind yourself that your own opinion of yourself is what matters. And here's the thing. It's not even your the opinion of your parents, right? It's like, okay, so you're no longer dependent on their approval for your survival, You're also no longer dependent on having a connection with them for your survival. So you also do not have to create connection that does not feel good to you. So you, as this adult person, as we would say in clinical psychology, you have individuated, you've become an individual And you're no longer dependent on maintaining a relationship. What this does is it frees you up to show up in the way that feels good, to set boundaries, to explain how you feel, to put as little energy into a connection as you'd like. Because you realize, okay, I do not need this person's love to survive. Most of the time, we're struggling with boundaries. We're struggling with maintaining who we are. We're struggling with showing up at our highest and best self because there's still some unconscious programming that we need this connection for survival. So I would really want you to work on internalizing, I don't need this connection for survival. I can show up in ways that feel good to me. I can set boundaries. If I am rejected, it is not the end of the world. I get to have relationships that feel good to me. So that's where I would want you to start. 
And then this can take a while, by the way. I know we're just, we're doing this short and sweet, but powerful episode here. But what I'm talking about, this can take a while to really emotionally internalize this truth. So the next thing I would want you to do once you've done that and you really say, okay, I've internalized this. Maybe it's part of your morning routine. You're reminding yourself this. Um, You have some evidence where you've put it in action, where you can interact with your parents or whoever it is, and you can do so without expectations and with firm boundaries and with stating what your needs are. And you have the evidence that I didn't die when I did that. It's crazy how biologically it literally feels like death if we're going to assert ourselves or set boundaries because that's what it felt like as a child. It felt like death if you were to go against anything that would um, maintain the connection. If you went against a way of being that maintained connection, that could feel like death, right? So anyways, as an adult, you have the evidence, you set boundaries, you didn't die. (laughs) What I would want you to work on next is this question. So I don't need a relationship with my parents, and I know that to be true. Do I want one? And to go back to our audience question, if we have a parent that has really challenging mental health struggles, or they simply have very little emotional capacity and they have not shown a desire to get to know you or be curious about you, and maybe they simply just see you as the little girl that you once were or the little boy that you once were, um, there may be a really hard answer to the question I asked you, which was, do you want a relationship with your parent? So some of you will think about that and the answer will be no. And you will have to grieve that because we have so many expectations and narratives about what a parent is and how they show up in our lives and how they're supposed to be. So you may have to grieve if the answer is no that you don't want a relationship with a parent. And if that's the case, then you get to really work on setting boundaries, releasing expectations of any kind of connection, and grieving the relationship. And looking for ways to build connection with people that, supports you in feeling cared for and that there's probably other people in your life that you can build that kind of connection with. It's obviously never the same and we still grieve that you didn't have the parent that you wanted, but there's other people that you can build connection with. And this is all a process. I'm not saying this happens overnight. So this is like choose your own adventure boundaries with parents. So some of you chose the path of you just do not want a relationship and maybe you don't have emotional capacity right now to try to navigate a relationship and you just have to give yourself so much so much compassion and acknowledge that that was what was right for you. The other path, let's say 
you realize, hey, I do want a connection with my parent. And part B to that is I have emotional capacity to work on a connection. What I would want you to do is work on really getting clear of the reality of the connection. Because once again, so many of us, we have expectations, we have a narrative, we think how we would want it to be. Maybe we had friends who had incredible relationships with their parents. But I want you to say, well, what is the reality of what this connection could look like? And then I would want you to be able to have open, honest, direct conversations with your parents. And this is where you would be expressing your experience using I statements. And you would be expressing um, how you felt in your relationship with them. And then you would also share what you would like to change or how you see the relationship growing in the future. So essentially, you know, in dating, we talk about a define the relationship talk. You would have to be able to do that with your parent. You're redefining the relationship. And obviously this takes some real compassion for yourself, some bravery. And most importantly, it takes zero expectations about what the outcome will be. You are not ready to have this conversation if you're showing up with need and expectation of what the outcome will be. So you have to be willing to be curious, to have that define the relationship talk with your parents, to set clear boundaries about what you expect. And then And and when I say clear boundaries about what you expect, it's like, this is what I need in order to maintain a connection with you, right? So you have to be able to verbalize that. And then you also have to say, this person may not want this change. This person may not be willing to show up differently so that we could maintain a connection And you have to be okay with also letting the person go if that's not the case. So there's so much more I could say about this, but I think this is a really good start. We talked about realizing you do not need to depend on your parents for survival, right? That you are individuated, you are an adult, You don't need their approval and you don't need the connection. So really emotionally internalizing that. And then there's this question of, is it possible to have a relationship? If I'm really honest, is it possible? And then the next one is, do I want a relationship and do I have emotional capacity And I want to be honest too and and let you know that there may be times where you have capacity and times where you don't. I know on my own journey with this, when I was really working on healing myself and going through my own version of the Empowered Secure Love Program, I was doing that for myself. I simply did not have emotional capacity to redefine relationships with caregivers 
So I just want to acknowledge like it might not be the season for you, but at least it can be something you're aware of and something you're thinking about. And there are people, as in there are relationships where it never will make sense. So once again, I want to just give so much love and compassion if you know that your parent falls into that category of it does not make sense to work on a relationship with them because it is emotionally damaging to me as a person. If it is damaging, if it causes you harm to engage with your parent, it is a sign that you need to have boundaries and you need to disengage. And it can change. People change. It absolutely can. So potentially, if you have a parent that's getting help or that's working on themselves, there may come a point where you would be able to build a relationship. But ultimately, I would want you to be at peace knowing that it's not a reflection of you, that your parents' way of interacting with you, even their abandonment of you or their neglect of you is not a reflection of you or your worthiness, and it never was. It never was. It's simply the ways of being that they learned about how to be in a relationship. And I think there's so much peace and healing that comes from that realization that they were just going off of the template that they had from their parents. You've probably heard me say this, but I'm going to say it to wrap up this episode. You have to remember that your parents are doing the best that they can and there's ways that they failed you. They're doing the best they can and there's ways that they failed you and you can love them and care for them and value what they did for your life, what they did to help you and have boundaries. All of that can be true. We can acknowledge and forgive and let go and we can have boundaries and and say for where I am in my life right now, I need to interact with my caregiver in a limited way. And yes, there's grieving of that because it's not how we thought our relationship would go or what we felt like we deserved, but it's better to grieve it and act in alignment with self-love, then force yourself to interact with someone who is causing you harm. So I just want to give you love and compassion if you're listening to this and you know that this is a really tough area for you. It was a really tough area for me. Um, and I'm really grateful to say that my my dad and I have worked a lot on healing our relationship. And it's different. It's different than... It was two years ago. I mean, I have had the capacity to work on a relationship with him. Did I always? No. (laughs) Definitely seasons where I did not. Um, But we have a much different relationship than we used to. And I lost my mom at a young age. I think some of you know that. And I've even done my own healing in my relationship with her, even though she's no longer here. And that's part of my spiritual life and part of what I've been able to do. So some of us have healing to do with parents that are no longer on this planet 
And I just want to encourage you that, that you can still do that, that there's room to work on that in your heart, even if they're not present with you physically. All right. I'm sending you so much love, so much compassion. I hope you got value out of this episode. And of course, if you're ready to really work on embodying the securely attached, healthy, emotionally regulated version of you that effortlessly attracts a great relationship, I would invite you to apply to our Empowered, Secure, Loved program. We have limited spots left in January. It's really filling up. So make sure you apply ASAP. Grab your spot. I would be honored to coach you and help you through your journey. All right, y'all. Until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.